Hello, and welcome to the Stupid Sequels Podcast, where we find truly terrible movies and give them all the attention they don't deserve. Each episode, we'll discuss exactly what made such a horrible sequel, from casting to budget to just plain bad writing. While we all love a great movie, there's something just a little more fun about watching a seriously stupid sequel. Now, while there are plenty of awful sequels out there, we have a few guidelines about the kind of movies we'll be reviewing here. We're talking about direct-to-video, made-for-TV, never-appeared-in-a-theater sequels. The ones the studios gave up on before they even started. This week, my guest is Alex, and we'll be discussing Cruel Intentions 2, Manchester Prep, the sequel to Cruel Intentions. Hello, Alex. Hello, Chelsea. Did you know that was the full title of the film? I had no idea. (laughs) Is it the same school? Yes, right? It is. It totally is the same school. It's so bad, but it's the same. So, (laughs) we were trying not to discuss it before the podcast, but you have to, because the sequel is so bad. It, it really takes away from the first movie because it's it, so good. It it makes the first one look like Showgirls. It, it's very creepy and not in a sexy way. <laughs> These notes. Oh, I know. My notes make me look like I'm psychotic. We might have to, like, pause, go through the page, pause so we can... Oh, no, I'm fucking crazy, too. Okay, good. Okay, so the original came out in 1999 with a budget of $10.5 million and made $75.9 million. Uh, there's no information about, like, box office or uh, budget, obviously, on the sequel because it was not meant to be a movie. It was meant to be an NBC show, and those are the first three episodes that they cut together into a movie and dropped in a bunch of R-rated scenes. No. Doesn't that explain so fucking much? Yes. So much. Okay. That explains... <laughs> oh, my God. So that's why they... It was supposed to be a full reboot. It was not supposed to be a prequel. It was supposed to be a full reboot of the series. Never mind the fact that it came out in 2000, less than a year after. It was like, that was fast. Okay, so the first movie is based off the 1998 film called Dangerous Liaisons, based off the 1782 novel. That's the hint from last week, if you caught that. I told you you'd never guess of it. Um, So it's been adapted into a play, a pseudo-musical for Smash, if you remember how god-awful that was. Where, um... I didn't watch the second season. You didn't watch... Ma- okay, so basically when she gets fired from the Marilyn Monroe show, she goes and does a show with fucking Jack from Will and & Grace, and it's a musical version of Dangerous Liaisons, and she's the uh, Selma Blair character. Oh, nice. And just Jack is fucking Sebastian, and it's, and it's purposely bad on the show, and she's like, oh my god, I was in such a good musical, and this one's so bad, and we get, like, two songs from it. Um, and it's also been turned into an unauthorized musical and a failed another reboot where Sarah Michelle Gellar was going to reprise her part as Catherine. They shot the first five episodes and it did not get picked up, which is heartbreaking. When did that happen? This it um it died officially in December two thousand sixteen, but they were shooting it like oh recent March or April of last year. Aww. But they shopped it to NBC and Fox and nobody wanted it, which is like so sad. Okay. So, the original got a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is disgustingly low, because the original is a fantastic movie. I think it's just all pure Ryan Phillippe in that movie. Jesus you Christ. just wanted to strangle him, so I feel like... What percentage do you think the sequel got? Oh, I mean, maybe maybe they luckily got, like, a 12. 18. <laughs> so, 31% difference. But frankly, I think the first got completely sandbagged. It... It deserves 
at least a 70% for soundtrack. True. Fucking Colorblind and Bittersweet Symphony got that at least a 70%. I'm sorry. And they didn't even want Colorblind. They wanted a Smashing Pumpkins song and they couldn't get it. This is how deep dive I went in. I told I you like, I'm well, there you crazy. Go. Fun facts. Um, so Ryan Phillippe was cast first, and they wanted Katie Holmes, but they couldn't get her. And he was dating Reese Witherspoon at the time, and basically he'd been like, I'm going to be in this movie, and it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Want to be in it? And maybe she was like, no! And they got her drunk. <laughs> they got her to agree to the movie. Um, they only got Christine Baranski because her daughters were such big fans of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They're like, you'll get to work with Buffy! And so they got to come to set and meet her. Amazing. Um, fun fact about the original. So the fight between, um, Annette and Sebastian, uh, the slap is unplanned. She did that in improv. And after the final take, when they finally yelled cut, uh, Ryan Phillippe threw up. It was so intense for him. Because, like, that was his real girlfriend. And he was like, it's too much. And he threw up. Um, And the scene where the cocaine falls out of Catherine's cross necklace at the very end of the first one is a reference to the Dangerous Liaisons movie where Glenn closes Catherine and basically when Sebastian dies, she, like, comes in and, like, sweeps all this shit off her vanity and, like, her face powder goes everywhere. So it was supposed to be... I've never seen that movie. Now I have another movie I have to watch. I watched it. Um, keep in mind that uh, Sebastian's character is played by Keanu Reeves. Oh, oh god. Maybe I won't watch Oh no, not not Sebastian's character. Uh, the, the cello player. The oh. cello teacher. Oh, okay. It's Keanu Reeves. Um, Catherine's character is Glenn Close, and I'm gonna fucking forget who Ryan Phillippe's character But it's like, it's not cute. It's like 18th century, like, powdered wig mm-hmm. shit, and they're like, oh, there does to be a duel between Catherine and family. It's so bad. It's bad. Yeah. I, like, watched it expecting it to be, like, another cruel intentions. I'm like, oh, no, it's just dumb. It's like, not. It's not fun. Okay, so can we just talk about how the first movie, there's no opening. There's absolutely no sense to it. It just starts mid-dialogue. To the point that we restarted the movie thinking that we were like, oh, we must have missed it. You did, because there is an opening. (laughs) The whole panning shot where it's, like, flying over the graveyard, which is, like, foreshadowing for the ending. Yeah, you got, because you watched the bootleg version. Oh, fuck, because I'm coding. Yeah, you were on Cody. I mean, mine was from Pirate Bay. I mean, don't sue us. We purchased full versions of the Um, film. Yeah. And $2.99 on Amazon streaming. Okay, so when ours opened, it opened with the scene in the guidance counselor's office. Oh, oh, the second one, the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, I mean (laughs) the second one. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, really quick, before we discuss the, um, the sequel, just a quick rundown of the original. Um, so it's the opening therapy scene with Swoozy Kurt, which is amazing. And, like, all the adults are just as fucked up as the kids. And we can see how fake and, like, charming and sweet Sebastian can be. And, like, how devious he actually is. We see that gorgeous Jaguar. That car is so beauty- pretty. Oh, yeah. When he's super rich and his family is super rich. We'll get, what to- we'll get to it. Oh, we'll get to it. Um, so Catherine has everyone fooled. Like, she's just as big of a cunt as he is. But she's like, oh, nobody knows. Ha-ha. And, and it's very clear. He says, how's your mother the gold digger? And she goes, how's your father the fucking, like, cheater? They completely forgot that part. And their sexual tension is real. The sexual tension between Ryan Phillippe and Sarah is real. That's before... What do you mean? Like, 
when he's like about to fuck his stepsister oh, there's yeah. actual sexual tension between yeah. the two oh of them. yeah definitely they're not just like you're like ooh, like i know they're brother and sister but like <laughs> goddamn like yeah and i have to admit that this movie came out when i was probably what 13 or 14. 99 okay so i was a baby. seven <laughs> i was seven i saw when i was very young it was very much a sexual. You, it was very much a sexual awakening for me. So I know that like rewatching it is always fun. Yeah, I think I watched it when I was like fifteen, and I was like, oh my god, like I I got like hot around the collar. Yeah, no, I got super hot and I bothered. And even from the second one, when I was a kid, I didn't care that it was bad. Like I literally remember watching the opening, and it's just the scene where he's like finger creeping down her collarbone and like grabs her boob, and I'm like, yeah. how sensational! Like I didn't know it was coming, and then I'm like, holy fucking. Sh- what yep. happened like so yeah so the sequel opens with no context no context none no, at all no music no intro just a scene mid dialogue because that's what you do just just fucking straight like oh sebastian at this new school you're gonna have to be better because you're an asshole here and you like fuck the school hamster to death i actually know he gave the school hamster viagra just to see what would happen i was like all right uh, i wrote that down Sick thinking prank, it was, bro. yeah interesting serial killer is what we've just torturing learned. so animals. my boyfriend pointed out while we watched the first one though that this movie opens with a very like poor attempt at recreating that first scene in the first one the therapy scene the yeah. therapy scene because he's in there and he's you know clearly tricking the person and being he's like, like i'm changed oh i'm so sorry i'll be better just give me a chance but this one is 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 such a piss poor copy of it yeah. like to to which what do we want to explain the whole ending oh. of the scene oh go in deep oh yeah go so the whole scene he you know he asks the teacher to throw away his file to which he says you know, no fuck no you. of course not he's like oh your wife's picture is so lovely i'm glad she started the you know say no initiative and you're like okay random no context the scene again. ends with sebastian leaving and then that man's wife calling him to to be really she's really upset and angry about something and then she finds out that her There's, yearbook picture is, has been photoshopped so that she's it's photoshopped that she's naked it's not actually her naked whereas in the original he's talking to the therapist who like is a dipshit and an asshole and then her daughter calls and sebastian has seduced her daughter and yeah. gotten actual nude pictures of her and she's like crying and the therapist is like you fucking asshole and fun fact it is tara reed's best role to date it's so Cruel good intentions one yeah it's like her 10th movie really yeah it was like it was like within her first like two years of acting. Wow, and it's her best. Good job, girl. She's in it for thirty seconds, and you shine bright like a diamond, girlfriend. That Brutal. crying was yeah. brutal. On point. But so is Reese's throughout the movie. She's like screaming, crying, and it's yeah. so good. So, oh, also in the first one, so he like walks down the lobby, and there's like some hot girl, and he's like. What's your name? Clarice, you're coming to lunch with me. And it's like, ooh, he can seduce any girl he wants. And in the second one, it's a female taxi driver who looks about 35. And he, like, plucks a daisy out of the ground, dirt and all, <laughs> and gives it to her. And he's like, I'll take a ride to the airport. And she's like, ooh. I'm like, honey, no. What the fuck is this? So whoever wrote the second movie. The same person. Didn't see the first movie. Roger Wilkerson wrote and directed the first and the second. You wrote the same movie twice, but shittier. Like, I'm angry at you. I'm angry at you because you done fucked up. And in the second movie, like, Sebastian is a complete goofball. 
Oh, he's Ryan, a goober. He's this. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe is pure sex. Like, they he walks even, on screen and you're like, oh my god. This fucker is just like, oh. They even reference it that, like, it's a big thing that Reese Witherspoon gets him to smile. Like, that's when he's like, oh, I maybe have a heart. The whole f- uh, prequel, he's just laughing and telling He jokes. literally has a sound effect when he smiles. He goes, <laughs> like, every time he smiles, they go, Arrgh. It's so, it's this fucking weird, okay, so basically they shot the three episodes, it didn't get picked up, and they're like, okay, well this is meant to be like a PG TV show, and we can't market it as a movie being PG. So in the after, they like dubbed in a bunch of lines and scenes that are like just purely R-rated with no context so for no reason. So they dubbed in then like the wife scene, because that probably wasn't in there when the wife Yeah, was... and like the fucking, the porn stars in the shower. Okay, so that was my next big note that I had. Like, we gotta go in order, girl. Huge note, yeah. We gotta go in order or we'll get lost. Don't jump to the titties quite yet. No, but that, that's why stuff seems so out of context. Uh, yeah, Because okay. they just, and that's, they, like, if you watch, they never say, um, Sherry's name on camera. It's always dubbed in after. Because she was supposed to be Cecile. And that's, and Danielle's name is never said by a character, like, you see their mouth moving. Yeah, no. Because she was supposed to be Annette. Um, so... I, for, I forgot the name of the actor who plays Oh, because she was the... Headmaster's daughter. Headmaster's daughter, which I thought was really yeah. confusing. I forget um, who who plays Ryan Phillippe's role in the second... I don't know. He's a nobody. He's a nobody, and he's the worst actor in the world. This movie did nothing for his career. No. God bless the universe, because he and, is just god-awful. Yeah, and Amy Adams is young Catherine, despite the fact that she's three years older than Sarah Michelle Gellar. Really? But she looks younger. This is her fourth role ever. Wow. Yeah. She did a great job because she holds the whole movie. Uh, Arguable. Okay, she's- She's she's the best person on the show. I will not say that she does a good job. I will say she's the best person on the show. Like, she doesn't do the character justice, but she's the best in the film. She's the best in the film. Yeah. And she looks amazing doing it, and I think that's like- She's got, like, the, the cold bitch face part down. Yeah. Like, it's the seduction part where you're like, oh, Amy yeah. Adams, no. True. No, with your sad 90s JCPenney lingerie. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> you know it's true. They were like, fuck, we've got a sex scene, and they ran downtown to JCPenney. And they're like, oh, JCPenney. I'm sorry. I legitimately just spit my beer. <laughs> And I don't think it made it to the computer, luckily. You're good, you're good. Um, but just, I remember the negligee so well. <laughs> so ugly. Um, so, basically, we get the very quick rundown on Sebastian. He's an outsider. He doesn't get money. His mom is in rehab. His dad is an asshole. His stepmom's name is Tiffany. And he's poor. Like, that's the first thing they say. They're like, he's poor, he's poor, he's a hick, he's from this podunk town, he's poor, he's poor, he's poor. Okay. Despite the fact that in the first movie, it's very clear that Catherine's mom married him to be a gold digger, but fine, whatever. And he has this wealthy ass aunt in the first one, like, who he's living. Oh, yeah. So if your family's rich, that means you're rich. Like, yeah. that's... They completely rewrote it, because it was supposed to be... It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, like. so, like, he's getting introduced to the family, and, like, Catherine's playing this, like, bitch... I'm gonna intermittently call her Catherine and Amy. I'm so sorry. I just... It can't keep them straight. I wrote them down in my book as... D for Danielle, and I actually wrote her down as Catherine. Is she not Catherine in this one? No, she's she Catherine. Is, okay, she's Catherine. She is. No, but I just will intermittently call Catherine Amy in my notes, so I'm sorry if I do that. Um, so she's, like, playing the piano, and, like, Sebastian sits down and, like, is better at the piano than her, and, like, she, like, uses some big SAT word, and, like, he corrects her, and it's like, ooh, this podon kink is better than you, and it's like, 
okay. Like, so intense. Like, then she slams his fingers in the piano. Which, she- like, intense for someone you met 30 seconds ago, yeah. bro. So that's your first taste of that lovely character. Yeah. And Catherine, uh, she's known him for two hours, walks in on him in the shower, and just, like, yells at him. Yeah, so there's no boundaries for that bitch, but... No. And I love... She's like, I have a good thing going with the rentals. Okay, Catherine would not say rentals. No, she wouldn't. Ever. She would not use slang of any kind. And she's like, no one's gonna threaten my cushy lifestyle. I have a five-figure allowance and blah, 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 blah. And then compliments his dick. Yeah. That's... That's, like, the second scene we get with Catherine is... I'm going to yell at my stepbrother in the shower and then compliment his dick. And I dick. think I even got a direct quote if I can find it. I got a find of, it. There was a lot of 80s music um, in this movie. Despite the fact reason. that it came out in 2000. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Especially their clothes in this movie. <gasps> their clothes are so bad. Tyler, my boyfriend was like, why are they Why are they in the 80s in this film? But they're not. It's no. 2000. It's supposed to be 1998, actually. So if any of that, oh, we skipped we skipped a huge part though. The first time you see uh, Catherine's mother, she's sitting there. This is when he introduces. Yeah, you know, it's when he first meets his stepmom. Oh god! And she is petting a kitty cat, which, which is to, never seen the, again. Yep, and there she makes a reference to like, oh, would you like to pet it? There's a lot of pussy references in this movie, and I don't and understand. Cause everyone in this movie is simultaneously the dirtiest person and also accidentally dirty. Yep. Like, in the same sentence, a girl will be like, you know, my pussy. I want you to eat my pussy. Like, okay, so either you know what pussy means or you don't. You can't make that joke both ways in the same scene. Which is great, because they did do that a lot in the original. Selma Blair's character did that quite a bit, or he yeah, did where, it. where she was genuinely Exactly, clueless. or how were things down under, so of course there oh are my a God. couple. Yeah, and that's the thing, is like, Ryan Phillippe is like, everyone knows he's an asshole. The parents yeah. do, the kids do, and, only the kids know that Catherine is an asshole. She's got the parents completely fooled. She's oh, and she's got everyone fooled. She's got no, oh yeah. She's like she, she got everyone fooled except, except her brother, her, except for Sebastian. Yeah, he's the only one. He's like, uh, uh-uh, I see your shit. And in this, it's like, oh no, everyone is an asshole out in the open vocally, which kind of undermines it. And then another thing that I don't understand is how does Sebastian have such a reputation in one year? The next movie is supposed to be the following year because they're only supposed to be seniors and they were yeah. so- they were juniors and um they're they're sophomores in the show. Oh, so they're sophomores. So it's what 2 years before? So it's sophomore and junior. And yeah, they're starting senior year at the end of the first movie. Okay. Because it's like the summer between junior. Because you know he's got this huge scandalous you know reputation, but like how he did something did he... to the school nurse? Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. What? Which is and that's the other thing is they make a lot of like references in the first one like, ooh like we all heard what you did last summer and he's like oh she healed from those burns and you never find out what the thing was so you were like ooh the prequel we're gonna like see all the awful yeah. shit he- no no we don't. It was um, pointless. So he gets to the new school, and, like, Catherine's like, do me a favor, don't, pretend you don't know me. Like, oh, how fucking third grade of you. Um, And so Sebastian sees Danielle, and he's like, you're beautiful. And she's like, huh? And he's like, you're beautiful. She's like, what does that mean? I'm like, is she slow? Yeah, that. (laughs) um, Yeah, I literally, after she came on, I was like, wow, the worst acting in the whole film goes to this bitch. And so. The star of the movie. She's supposed to be Annette. But they've recast her to Danielle. It's so fucking confusing. Um, so Sebastian has swapped his permanent records between mm-hmm. the two schools somehow. And he's like, your record's good. Almost too good. Hmm. And 
and he doesn't know Danielle is the headmaster's daughter until she like comes in and he's like, uh, Daddy, what? it's so sick. Well, there's a great scene between them where Sebastian is sitting there introducing himself to Danielle, being like, Oh yeah, the headmaster, he's a real twat. She doesn't say anything. And She's then like, Oh yeah, that's what I've heard. The headmaster walks out and then he's like, Oh, did you meet my daughter? So you're like, wow, this was... It makes so much sense now that, that it was, was a, a TV show because there's so many just, Doesn't like, brunch moments where oh, you're like... the next scene is another big brumcha moment. Brumcha? Brumcha. Brunch. Uh, so Catherine is giving the class president speech despite the, spec- despite the fact that she's a sophomore, which they touch on. They're like, how can you be class president if you're a sophomore? She's like, because I am. Okay, that's how school works, apparently. And Wait, are class presidents supposed to be seniors? Yeah. Oh. That's, like, the whole point. But, like, uh, whatever. It's dumb. Um, she could be, like, sophomore They're class president. They're saying that she's that good. She's that good. Um, so then we pan to Sherry, or Cherry, whatever we're going to call her. Because they, they flip back and forth in the oh, show. Oh, the blonde? Yeah, they call her Sherry and Cherry sometimes. So I just wrote her down as B, as in blonde, because I didn't even think they said her no, name. No, because they have to AMR her name in. Like, okay. Like, ten different times in the movie, because they, they're clearly calling her um, Cecilia. And they're like, mm-mm-mm, her name's Cecilia. And she, she has, doesn't like, look anything like Summer Blair, no. but she acts quirky. Like, yeah. she's really silly that it's almost embarrassing. She gets cartoon hiccups, which a room full of high schoolers think is hilarious. Like, okay, a room of high schoolers would react if she farted. Like, yeah. like uh, but, like, hiccups aren't funny. It is true. It was the weirdest scene. (laughs) And again, it was foreshadowing another scene in Cruel Intentions that was like a very serious scene. And you remember when the students all walk out and she's like, what is happening right now? When they, you know, when they interrupt your speech. Oh, don't even worry about ruining the first movie. I'm not, I'm, this is not spoiler free, bitches. If you have not realized this, you better watch both movies or just prepare to be spoiled because I'm not going to do that. So yeah, it's like when everyone's walking out, she's like, what is happening? Yeah. And Um, then she... So what is the blonde bitch's name? Cherry or Cherry. Okay, we're just going to call her blonde. For yeah, this, blonde. For the sake of this. Because, because that's about as developed as her character gets. <laughs> she's a bad actress. She, this, The character was bad. It was Literally, just all bad. No one on the show I recognize other than Amy Adams. She somehow like rose like a phoenix from the ashes of this god-awful show. Yeah. Because I don't know who anyone else is. And I'm like pretty well versed in like TV actors. Well, the funny thing is the blonde is, like, she used to be on a bunch of shows when we were a kid, like, CW shows. She was on, like, Jackie oh, yeah. Bobby. She was, like, a, and we always used to call her, my dad used to call her Baby Britney because he thought she looked like Baby Britney Spears. She was so annoying. Yeah. So Sherry gets the hiccups, and then she's gum to get rid of her hiccups. That doesn't work. Yeah. She immediately starts choking. Danielle gives her the Heimlich maneuver, and the school applauds like she's the linebacker. And this gum is just magical because they're sitting in the back row, and how she chucks it all the way to the other to side Catherine's of the hair. auditorium to Catherine's hair and we're just like so that was just ooh she got gum in her hair like how the fuck did how that piece of gum after school special is this fucking sh- I, can't, I can't and then cut to the 80s music going just and it'll be like it'll be like sitcom humor sitcom humor sitcom humor 15 dick jokes in a minute because yeah. like they're obviously dropping those scenes in to try to like fix it it's it, not working it very much feels like national lampoon's cruel intentions <laughs> especially once the porn titties That's, come out. okay so i have like an alternate title for each of the movies is like the title of the podcast this one is national lampoon's cruel intentions <laughs> that is the greatest way to describe this oh my god well after because and i believe that is when the oh so is the shower scene after that or is no the, the shower scene is before that the shower oh. scene is the first night he's in the house 
Oh, the shower shower scene? Yeah. No, no, no. That, okay, that's there's, a... Oh, there's a ton of stuff in between. Okay, okay. So let's keep... Um, so Danielle and Sebastian have this, like, a super basic literary argument in class. Like, it's literally two sentences long. And the teacher's like, ooh, you've obviously done your reading. I'm yeah, like... Yeah, so they're what? arguing over Jekyll and Hyde, which I thought was... You know, ooh, how on and, the nose! Yeah, and... They're like, oh, you guys sound so smart. You guys are so interesting. And Just... literally, she's like, he kills himself in the end. And Sebastian's like, where does it say that? She's like, he's dead. He's like, it never said he killed himself. And the whole room goes, ooh. I'm like, that was not, that's a fact. Like, what? why are you impressed? I'm so fucking Ooh, confused. none of them read the book, clearly. Yeah. Um, and so then... That's, like, the end of that scene. That's all we get. Mm-hmm. And then Catherine is, like, stalking the assistant headmaster through the halls. Like, yelling after him, which, like, girl, if you're trying to be subtle, that's yeah, not there's working. there's no, this dorky-ass fool, the, um... There's no way that Catherine fucked this guy. Yeah, no, there's... No way in hell. Absolutely no way. Oh, and apparently she could teleport, because he's, she's chasing him down the hall. He goes out another door, and she's in front of him. She could teleport. She's magic. Magic. I knew it the whole time. I mean, Coke is a crazy drug, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's so clearly on Coke in this show. Yep. Um, so she's like, I don't want to do gym, or I'll tell your wife that you fucked me. I'm like, you're going to seduce a guy to get out of gym? That's weak as fuck. Like, I'm going to get straight A's. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get the, the Manchester Tribunal, which is also just like rich cunts in an attic. Being like, we like people, we don't like people, which is dumb. Oh, is this the society? Yeah. Okay, so they have this secret society, which this there's one scene, one scene that they touch it, one. and it's never brought up again, and it doesn't appear in the original, except for a joke that Cecile says when she's like, oh, someone's like a secret society. Secret society. And then, secret yeah, society. and Geller walks off rolling her eyes. She's like, yeah, exactly. And then Cecilia does the dumbest dancing <laughs> song number, which makes me laugh. <laughs> secret society. So secret it, society. It just, it boggles my mind that the same man wrote this because he was like, oh, that's a, that's a great idea. Which, it like, totally was also, a secret society. Also, if this been a TV series that would have been a cool thing where like Catherine's like oh blah 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 in public and then she goes up to like her bitch fest and she's like oh my god these dumb cunts actually think I'm nice like that's what they were trying to do but they, they only touch on it once in the movie and it's dumb so they're like going through like a slideshow of students that are like mm, this person's rich but they have bad skin ew this person's poor and then it goes to like a head sh- these kids all have headshots apparently of Sherry and they're like oh my god she's richer than Catherine she has $850 million. Oh, my God. So much money. Um, especially in 2000. Especially in 1998. And they're like, and she's like, I'm going to turn her into the premier slut. Oh, she's like, oh, she's ne- not only is she a virgin, she's never even kissed a boy. And she's like, I'm going to turn her into a slut. And also we're going to get the school cafeteria fired because they won't make us sushi. That's all we get out of the secret tribunal. And they do a wonderful take where she's like... All right, bye, Mr. So and So, and hello, Mr. Nagashomi. And then they do gong. Oh yeah, the big gong noise. Oh my god! Like at any time they have any person person of Asian, they would play like Asian music (laughs) in the background (laughs) during all of their scenes. So bad. This movie's so it's so So racist. Um, so then we cut to Catherine, who works in a used bookstore, and she picks up a copy of the Danielle. Com- oh, Danielle. Sorry, shit, 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 Yeah, okay. So Danielle is working at a used bookstore, and she picks up a copy of the um, Kama Sutra, 
Because she's That's what you do at work. You pick up the Kama Sutra, and Sebastian's like, you dropped your book. She's like, no, I didn't. He's like, yes, you did. She's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, okay, you didn't. Like, their conversations are so weird. The the dialogue is just shit the whole thing. And he's like, I'm going to take you to coffee. And she's like, I can't. And he, like, asks her boss. He's like, I'm going to take her to coffee. And the boss is like, okay. Okay, just take her. All right. Fuck you, boss. I'm trying to get out of this. Um... So he's, like, spilling his life story, and she's spilling hers. Like, he's like, my dad's been married four times, and my mom's in rehab. She's on drugs. And she's like, well, I'm really poor, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, one of the things they did keep from the original was the horrible 90s sunglasses. Whose? Hers or his? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All three of them. I was going to say, have which? The, every main character has, like, those horrible, like, if you could like summarize the 90s in a pair of sunglasses yeah just giant giant like the weird like britney spears oval paparazzi sunglasses yep um so sebastian's running around the city he like is not used to being rich he like gets to the house and they're like waiting with like evian and like fresh dinner and like sweetbreads moose and he's like i'm not used to this i don't like being rich but it's like yeah, it's so different than the first one, too. Come on. Because like, Sebastian's so clearly at home with being rich. Exactly. He's got no problem. He is, like, driving around with that car, like we and said. Jaguar. He's eating fancy foods. Like, he's a... he ha- And he t- even talks in, like, an oh, upper, like... Like, he went to he, finishing school since he was three. Exactly. He speaks like someone who was just born and raised and on the Upper East Side. And this little round-faced goober is like... <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, so... They're, okay, they're trying to copy every good scene from the original. So basically, yeah. uh, Catherine is taking Blonde out to get drunk at a club on Long Island. Uh, this doesn't taste like iced tea. It's from Long Island. Yeah, they stole that exact line. So they've stolen a couple lines, and that was one of them. Yeah. And so she's getting her drunk on Long Island iced teas, and she's like, oh, you've never even kissed a boy? Like, And she like beckons her friend over from the crowd, who just was like waiting there, apparently, to be seduced. And she's like, and she, like, takes him to the back, and she's like, I'm gonna teach you how to kiss a boy. And they do one kiss, and then Sherry immediately throws up. No, no, they do one kiss. She goes, oh, that was... They do an exact word for word of the first one, but it's between a guy and a girl. Yeah, which so is... So they that's, kiss, that's the she goes, point. oh, that's not hard. And then Catherine says verbatim from the first one, okay, now I want you to stick your tongue in his throat, and I want you to rub your tongue with his. Yeah. Then she goes to kiss him again, and blah. And, like, the whole thing about that scene was that it was, like, a lesbian kiss. And it was, like, oh, my. They completely it was kissed. hot. It was sexy. It was, like, something that everyone was, like, dang. Like, that's take, why that movie was so popular. All the wind out of the sails with that scene. Oh, so the whole thing where they had, like, the visible spit yeah. stream between the two of them. They wanted to reshoot the scene. And the cinematographer's, like, no, that's the most beautiful thing we've shot. Like, that is amazing, that spit string. Even, uh, we were watching it last night. We are like, gross. Yeah. Like, the spit string. And they make fun of that in a teen movie. Oh, yeah. Where they have, like... like just a mouthful of spit between the two of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it was still one of the hottest kisses ever. It, it's, like, named, like, like, like fucking, like, ABI's hottest kisses of all time or something like that. Um, so... Sebastian calls Danielle, and he's like, oh, we should go out sometime. And she's like, I don't date. And he's like, I wasn't asking you out. And hangs up on her. And he's like, gets him every time. I'm like, so are you a player or so are you a So he does that stuff he does in the first movie where he's like... You know, he buys her the present. She's like, oh, you shouldn't have. And he's like, oh, then I'll just take it back then. Like, he's literally a sociopath. It's and so dumb. 
We found out that he likes to fuck hamsters, so maybe he is a serial killer. Maybe. And this okay. movie is just telling us. And what I also say, what I love about the first one, and I think this is what they were trying to do with the second one and it didn't work, is Ryan Phillippe, when he was, like, being an asshole, would, like, just be, like, a straight adult, like, straight face, completely, like, meh. And when he was, like, faking being nice, like, with his aunt and stuff, he'd, like, pretend like he was a 10-year-old boy, be like, Auntie Catherine, I'm so happy to see you! And he'd do, like, little pouty faces Yeah, he'd stuff. do, like, he would act horribly, but that was just because, you know, yeah, but he it was didn't want to be, like, be a joke, there. Like, I don't even know how to be a normal, nice person, so I'm gonna act like a 10-year-old goober. So then they, like, completely were like, oh, so before that, he must have been a goober. I'm like, no, he's just act. Oh, you're so stupid. Like, so I think that's what they were trying to do. So, the dumbest maid of all time puts a breakfast tray over him while he's sleeping. A full breakfast tray with, like, hot shit. And Coffee, oh, orange toast. <laughs> and he rolls over, as someone might do in bed, and he flips the whole tray on the floor. And she screams like he killed someone. She, like, stands in the doorway and does, like, the home alone scream, like hands on the side of her face and she's like I was gonna say actually the best acting goes to that lady through <laughs> her reaction oh no don't tell oh, this Catherine no. and like we sound like we're being racist doing this impression but no legitimately how thick their are and there were. was like of course the like the super Asian music in the background while that she's scene she's like no Miss Catherine yeah. like it's bad oh and also like when the the scene before where he's eating dinner there's like an Indian guy and he, like, gives me he's very good. I'm like, oh, my God, stop. Stop. This movie's so racist. Um, it's so bad. Um, hey, wait, I lost my notes a little bit. Give me a second. Uh, this is the shower scene. The shower, shower scene. My, t- my end goes so intense. My, my notes go so in-depth. No, talk, girl. Give it up. This was a, a note that I actually marked, so I must have paused the movie. 36 movies into this movie, and you get to see twin titties. I call those twitties. <laughs> How high were you on a scale I mean, of Cheech to Chong? I was at like a 420, but... Yeah. <laughs> Alex Nels, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. But in their defense, the twins were hot. They were, like, super hot and had really nice titties. So it's not like in some movies where they make a... Like, in 80s movies, when, like, they have those gross, like, saggy titties come on, and you're just like, oh, no, no, they're nice titties. That's, like, National Lampoon titties. Do you know the reason for the twin titty scene? So basically, in the first movie, there was supposed to be this whole scene where, like, Sebastian's on the phone having, like, an actual nice conversation with Reese Witherspoon, and he's like oh, I'll just be at home all night doing nothing. And the screen, like, pans over, and there's, like, two girls half naked on his bed. And he's like, oh, Danielle, one second. My mom's calling for me. And he's like, fucking rub her titty and, like, rub her cut. Oh, and he, like, goes back to the phone. To was that nice. a cut scene? It was a cut scene. And he was so nervous. The director was so nervous about making a real actress do that scene that he hired a real porn star. And the porn star, all the guys on set loved her, and she was a total bitch to all the girls on set. And all the girls were like, you need to cut her scenes because she's mean. And we don't like her. And basically all the girls on set like were like, we don't like her. And they cut that scene. So he wanted to have that like, oh, that like gratuitous porn scene that we cut from the first one. Like, so that's the reason for the twin titties. Twitties. Twitties. And they're like, titties and a stride. And they they make out. They're like, more like kissing cousins, even though they're clearly twins. Which is more impressive than kissing cousins. And they're like, oh, everyone at Manchester is a slut. Uh, Oh, with the exception of Danielle, it's a virtual whore. Like, and like, <laughs> they do say. So I mean, they sound like what porn stars sound like. If you've ever, I mean, if you haven't watched one, pause this. 
and like look up one and they, you will they just pass like catch rate rock hard down boy <laughs> Ooh, splooge slippery when wet like they just like those were exact lines <laughs> verbatim like someone had like a string in the back of a porn doll and she pulled it and she just spit out porn catchphrases yeah. my favorite is ring toss <laughs> yeah. They throw a wash, like they throw like, uh, like a loofah around his dick. Yeah. And they're like, Rinta, what is happening? And apparently it lands, which I think is impressive, I but. Mean, those girls should be in the Olympics. They, right? But. Um, so then Captain has the Captain has the whole staff of the house lined up. She's like, breakfast was late, my skirt was must. And last night, it took you five minutes to find me. Me, 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 me. And she's, like, just bitching them out. And it's, like, the German chef sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's, like, we are starting these calories. <laughs> like, I'm not even exaggerating. No, you're not. I'm not even exaggerating. It's, like, you're British not. butler, German chef, Indian, like, butler, <laughs> and, like, Asian maid. And, like, each one of them is, like, this is my cartoon version of this accent. Like, they're all super rare, uh, racist, like, stereotypes of... Yeah you know it's bad and sebastian's like stop being mean to them like you're being a talent don't be mean be nice and he's like have you ever tried being nice for a change and she's like mm. and they get their allowance which like must be 10 grand yeah they said five figure, five figure right salary. literally they hand them a, like a one inch thick wad of hundred dollar bills yeah i'm like we're calling the coke man now God damn. <laughs> i know like how do you give your kid that much money and and not, not yeah. get them on coke. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, like, they're going to, like, go to Spencer's, go to Abercrombie, like, well, that was, uh, I have $9,800 left. Yeah. Like, what what do you guys want to do? You guys get a lot of orange juice. You guys want to get high? <laughs> <laughs> well, weed doesn't cost that much. Heroin? Like, see, oh, my God. Um. Oh, yeah, so then the next scene, oh, and then he's like, what am I supposed to do with all this money? I have an idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, Sherry is, like, running through the halls asking everyone to tutor her. School started, like, yesterday? Yeah. How is she School literally school? started like, the day before. She's like, I got a D on my test. She's like, I get a D on every test. I'm like, what What test? It's and the can, second day of school. I just say how these movies, time, there's, like, no timeline. Because, like, no. the first movie, what you think is, like, three days are, like, I met her yesterday. No, like, oh, 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 and oh, I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, it's, it's like a rent thing where the whole first half of the show is one night, and you're like, what the fuck? Uh, like, yeah, and then time goes, and you're, it's so confusing, yeah. to be honest. And then this show is just like, wait, have they been in school for a month or a day? Yeah. I'm so confused. Um, and so she's like, I'll pay you $200 an hour, all this, all that. And she's like, why does everyone have to make everything about money? She's like, because it's fun. Like, that's the tagline for this show. Yeah. Why does everything have to be about money? It's fun. It's fun. Um, so Sebastian got, uh, Danielle a phone, like, a giant 90s cell phone, mm-hmm. so bad. She's in the hallway with B, the blonde, and she hears a phone ringing in her backpack, which, which she opens up, and she's like, where did this come and from? And a note on it, like, answer me! I'm like, duh. Ants, yep, and then who, who's on the other line, girl? Is it Sebastian Valmont? I it. bet it's Sebastian Valmont. It is Sebastian Valmont! It's Sebastian Val- like, literally, I'm quoting from the movie. Yep. And she, what, chases him to the corridor. Yeah, he's like, I'm down here. And she, like, runs down. And she's like, I don't see you. And he's like, close your eyes. And then she kisses, he kisses her. And she, like, throws the phone down and stomps away. Yeah, she has, like. She's mad. She's pissed. She, she real fucked up about it. Uh, judging what we know from the end of the movie, this girl's a method actress. Because she 
Yeah. It's believable. She's it's true. Um, so, then Catherine goes to her, oh, she's going to her teacher, and she's like, I don't want to flunk ballet. Like, <laughs> trying to seduce him. I'm like, girl, you can't seduce every teacher. And he's like, I think you got the wrong teacher. And then he immediately, like, gropes the male student. You're like, get it? Because he's gay. I, like, I wrote that down, too. I thought that was... <laughs> fucking hilarious and <laughs> horrible but so campy like god and then she goes to her assistant principal and she's like you were supposed to get me out of gym and ballet um, i'm sorry what school has gym and ballet ballet would be your gym class yeah and she's like oh no i never wanted to get it out of gym it was supposed to be a test you're gonna save up a favor for something i really want which we never find out what that is because the show never got picked up yeah which i would have cut that scene then because it has oh no point we get to see an adult man eat out a teenager which is gross that is what's happening, right? Yeah, he's, like, kissing up her thigh, and he's like, oh, Catherine, okay, and she's like, shut up, I'm trying to picture someone more attractive, and then just, like, spreads her legs and leans back, and, like, yeah. end of scene. Yeah. That's, I think that's the only reason they kept the scene, because within the context of it being a movie and not a TV show, there's no context. Yeah, there's no, nothing happened in the scene that needed to, besides, you know, her getting eaten out by some gross-ass dude. Yeah. Um, then... All of a sudden, somehow it's nighttime because Sebastian is playing poker with all of the staff at the house. Mm-hmm. They're all drunk. Joking around like the ch- little cool kid trickster he is. Oh, well, he's wearing a chef hat because he's oh. so silly. So silly. And the chef hat is wearing the chauffeur's hat and the chauffeur is, oh my god, it's so they thought it was good. Whoever yeah. thought, whoever greenlit this project. Well, that's the thing is it didn't. True. They probably went, we got the we got the original director and writer to sign on for a series. Did you look and see if Holy he did shit. anything after this? I did. Pull it up on your phone. I'm like, let me, I have to. At this point, I really need to know. Your phone's right there. Oh, duh. <laughs> Alex is drunk. Alex is drunk. Alex had one beer. Alex is a lightweight because she weighs 95 pounds. <laughs> so I followed the unauthorized cruel intentions when they did it here because my friend Emma was... You got to fucking see? I was in New York when it was happening. I was so mad. Yeah, my friend Emma was uh, the Selma Blair character. <gasps> and when I went the night that she invited me and all... Did you see online? The whole like, cast was fucking there? The whole cast was fucking there. Oh. And it was such a tiny room. Like, this is pretty much the whole size. Oh, no, so they were, like, house. right there. Like, it was like, where you could clearly be like, look around and be like, oh, there's fucking Selma Blair. There's Ryan Reese Witherspoon. No, it was Selma Blair, Reese Witherspoon, um, and what's her face? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. And the director. Is Ryan Phillippe still hot? I don't think so. God, he's This so is beautiful. a question we should have on the, on the podcast. He's so beautiful. Like, uh, I'm trying to figure out who the fucking director is of this. He's actually cute now. Ryan Phillippe? No, the oh. guy that's in the first movie. Damn it. He's actually cute now. I got so excited. I'm like, Ryan Phillippe's still cute. Yeah, Roger Cumble, writer-director. Okay, Roger Cumble, writer-director, known for directing. He co-wrote Cruel Intentions 1. He directed Just Friends, which is funny because it seems so much, so similar. Sorry, just But he didn't do anything else. Like, oh, wait, maybe let's do, because this is what he's known for. He's gonna be. I'm gonna make him drive, actually. I know, you're like, I'm gonna have one beer. Fuck you. But beer, nothing tastes better with pizza than beer. That's yeah. just fact. Oh, he only wrote six things. Oh, he wrote, co wrote, cruel. Oh, here it is, cruel intentions. He was part of the new TV movie 
with Sarah Michelle Gellar on the poster that yeah. didn't go nowhere. Yeah, so he, like, he did one good thing in his career. And it's and her in the car. That's funny. He tried to yeah, write He wrote Cruel Intentions 2, Cruel Intentions, and then some old-ass oh, 90s. and the reboot was supposed to be with Annette and Sebastian's son. Which I'm like, oh, she got pregnant that one time they fucked? They would. They yeah. would say that. And his name was Bash. And apparently it's like, everyone's always told him his whole life that like his dad was a saint and his dad died too young and blah, blah, blah. And he finds Sebastian's journal and reads it. And he's like, my father was not a good person. What the fuck? And like, it's like finding out who his dad really was. Like, his dad wasn't a bad, wasn't a good person. Yeah. But that's what the... Uh, I'm looking up the cast of the reboot. My goodness. It looks like a CW show. That's what it was. It was good. NBC. And it was a, a TV movie. That's even fucking worse. Yeah, this motherfucker didn't do anything. He wrote nothing. But yeah, the show was supposed to be Manchester Prep. He directed a couple episodes of Pretty Little Liars. That makes 100% sense. And that's about it. Did you see that fucking movie Vampire Academy? No, kind of. No. It was co-written by the people who did Heathers and Mean Girls. I'm like, how did t- two good things turn into this. Become so bad. How the fuck? Okay. Um, oh, Cruel Intentions was like his first thing, period. Yeah. He like hit, hit it out of the park. Like they thought he was going to do the next like fucking... But he wasn't. Nope, he wasn't. Um, he stumbled into it. Catherine comes in and she's like, I was locked outside for five minutes. You're all getting fired. And Sebastian's like, no, it's not. I ordered them to play cards. And she's like, me, me, me. He's like, why are you trying to be my, your mother? And she's like, is that what you think I'm trying to be? I'm like, yes. Yes, exactly. Clearly what you're trying to be. And he's like, no one's this mean without pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you don't know who I am. You don't know where I am. It was trying to be the, I'm the Marsha fucking Bravery of the Upper East Side. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like killing myself. Which is a One brilliant. The greatest yeah. lines in fucking cinema ever. And also, okay, we've been crying, calling him Robert Wilkerson. What's his name? Roger Kimball? Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Robert Wilkinson. <laughs> Robert Wilkinson. <laughs> so I looked up the director and um, the writer, and you would think he would go on to do many great things, but he didn't. The best thing he directed besides this was Just Friends, and we all know how that was. So, so he did Cruel Intentions, Cruel Intentions 2, just Friends, and then a failed Cruel Intentions oh, reboot. and then five episodes of Pretty Little Liars, which I just feel like that's all this is. <laughs> oh, writer or director? Oh, director. Yeah. Apologize. Um, so, he calls out Catherine for being bulimic out of nowhere. Yep. And He's she's like, like, go throw up your salad. I think Are you like, spying on me? It's like, honey, it's really obvious when someone's bulimic. Their breath smells all the time. Um... So then Sherry calls fucking Sebastian and she's like, every time she thinks about you, she gets moist. And he's like, what? He's like, she gets tears in her eyes. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Sherry. Yep. They do no that so many times. uses the word moist unless they're talking about pussy. Like, I'm going to stay home all night and pet my pussy. You know, my cat. Like, they do it so much. Um, and so he's like, oh, she's out having lunch with her aunt in the city you should go find her and he apparently just stalks her to this restaurant and is like standing outside pretending to be a busker playing the violin and he's like pouring his heart out to her and she's like oh no i don't want to rush anything blah blah um and then she just ditches him like he's like 
pouring. He's like, after my mom left, I didn't think I'd ever be able to love again. And uh, and he looks up and she's just gone. She's in a cab. And she's like, tell me tomorrow. And she fucks off. Off, yeah. It's so weird. Um, after she was like, I gotta go catch my train. Then, bitch, why are you in a cab? Yeah. Um, also, you live outside the city even though your dad teaches at a private school in the city? What? Like, maybe she's poor, so they're trying to say she lives in, like, the Bronx or Brooklyn or... But then you see her house and she's, like, a lawn and shit. But, oh, yeah. so Okay, so... New Jersey? Happening <laughs> so much. So Catherine is trying to bond with Maylin, her maid, because in the first movie, like, Maylin and Catherine are, like, a squad. Yeah, it's true. It's so funny. And Maylin in the first one's actually pretty, right? And she's Vietnamese. Yeah. And in this, she's like, I'm Cambodian. I'm like... Why the unnecessary switch? Was it that the actress was actually Cambodian? She's like trying to like bond with her. She's like, where are you from? And she's like, Cambodia. We like fled in a shipping container with 120 people. And she's like, oh my God, one time when we were in Aspen, the first class cabin was so crowded. Like. It was just like that. Like Catherine's not dumb. Yeah, no, she's not. Especially the character isn't the same. And I feel like none of the characters are the no. same. That's why it doesn't feel and like the same writer. And it's like, okay, if it's going to be a reboot, then just make it, like, Manchester Prep and make it a completely different family. Yeah. And, like, reference Catherine and Sebastian. Exactly. But don't reboot it and then complete A year later. A year later. That's what later. I'm saying. Like, you need to wait. How did they <gasps> not wait two years, three years? How did they even know it was going to be that success? I mean, I guess yeah. at that point it was... I mean, I think every teenage girl felt a tingle for the first time yeah. 15 times. True that. And it had a box office fucking blowout. Um, so then Danielle is tutoring the blonde. And the blonde is like, do you want to see my doodle? And Danielle's like, you're what? She's like, my doodle, my drawing. Since when has doodle been anything but a drawing? I know. I've never been like... You want to come look at my doodle, boy? Hey, boy, you want to come over and get that doodle? <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever called your vagina a doodle. It's so fucking dumb. And then, like, Sherry's so stupid. Um, oh, okay, here's a fucking scene that bugged the shit out of me, and I don't know why. So it's like Catherine and her, like, bitchy minions are walking down the hall, and they're going, Move! Move! It was move. literally pre-Mean Girls, like... And it's so dumb, because the whole point is if Catherine's that powerful... She wouldn't have to tell people to move. They would just she move would in fear. She would walk part like the Red Sea. But, like, her minions are literally shoving people aside. And she's supposed to be, like, loved by the student body if oh, she's yeah. president. So why why is that? Like, it doesn't make she's any sense. She's not supposed to be a, a bitch to the student. And so they're like, oh, we got Mr. Williams fired because that kid found a rat in Sloppy Joe. Oh, hello, Mr. Yakamoni. And he's like, I made an eel and cucumber roll. Very good for girls. Boom. And he's got like a Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's Asian accent. Yeah. He's like, very nice. Like, he probably spoke very good English. English. I swear they dubbed it in afterwards. The, the audio sounded so weird. Um, And then Sherry like screams over the balcony down to Catherine. She's like, Catherine, your mom said that you're going to come over and we're going to have a sleepover. Brent's going to show me his one-eyed snake, whatever that is. I'm like... I think that's one of my favorite lines from the movie, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> just because she's just screaming it she's in the school. And you're like, just like, oh, honey. She the five feet to Catherine, but she just screams it over a balcony instead. Um... Also, the pacing on the show is frantic, and it cuts back and forth. Oh, yeah. So much. So then Danielle 
and Sebastian, she's like, that was my first kiss, and like, I wasn't expecting it, and you were the right boy, but it was the wrong time, and he's like, I'm sorry. And they kiss again, and like, clearly that was supposed to be like the button at the end of the episode. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, kiss, and then like, Catherine comes out of the shower, she's like, you really think you can like, be good for her? You're gonna fuck. She's like, I can destroy that girl with a snap of my fingers, but I'll just let you destroy her on your own. And then he pushes her face first into a puddle of mud. Yeah, and they're like, this is war. So that's that very much same scene from the first one again. Yeah, this is war. Um, and so then Catherine is getting side-by-side massages with her mom. Mm -hmm. And she's like blatantly being a cunt. Who, Kevin? Kevin. She's like yelling on the phone at someone. Oh, she's, oh. she's yelling at her, the person who takes care of her horse. She's like, I don't care if it's your daughter's birthday. Reschedule it. I want my horse brushed and saddled by three. Why is everyone so incompetent? And her mom's like, you need to be nice if you want people to listen to you. I'm like, is that supposed to be like the explanation? Yeah. That like Catherine was a cunt and then her mom's like, no, you have to pretend to be nice. But it's like, no, she has her parents fooled supposedly. Which she says that, and then she's, I got the rental school, and it's like clearly not your mom because yeah. you being a cunt. And um, so then Sebastian comes out and sees them getting side by side massages, and the mom's like, "Oh, why don't you get a massage? You look tense." And the two like Swedish masseuses like undress him, yeah. apparently, and then he wakes up and his stepmom is like seductively massaging him. And then it becomes not only a seductive, then it becomes like the world's scariest violent yeah, massage. She's like scraping her nails. Where like, he's Your like, father well, wouldn't cheat on me, would he? I'm like, why are you fucking with Sebastian if his, the dad is fucking up? I know. And it's, it literally goes from almost like, oh, Cougar's trying to get it on to like, oh no, she. Oh, she might kill. Like, she's yeah, like no. slamming his face into the table. Yeah, no, she, she pissed. And he's, she spanks him and he goes, she spanked me. Yes, we all have eyes. Yeah, we, Sebastian, we all saw, saw it. And he, he's like, oh, my dad's being unfaithful. Better check the yacht. Because fuck any hotel in the city. Yeah, he sure does like that boat. And he goes to the yacht, and his dad is so obviously chained to the headboard. Yeah, he's uh, handcuffed. Yeah, he's trying to, like, pretend that he just has his, like, his hands resting behind his head with a pillow there. Okay, and this is the thing that bugs me. He has two handcuffs, like, each one, like, tied to a pole. And so then Sebastian comes in and he, like, opens all the closets. So, like, in door number three, he finds... Just like in the first one, he's like, the who's behind door the number... The cheesy JC Penny lingerie! I know. That polka dot see-through corset <laughs> mess. It's so ugly. And he's like... And she's like, you never told me you were married! I'm like, you think a guy who's, like, fucking not... Under he's there, fucking, fucking you in a boat. Yeah. Like, not, not on a credit card. Um, I remember the show so emotionally fucked. Oh, and then the, like, Sebastian, like, gives the girl a jacket. He's like, I'm sorry my dad's an asshole. Like, not every guy is bad. And she immediately tries to start hitting on him. Yeah. I'm like, honey, you're broken. You're broken. Um, everyone on the show so fucked. And it was funny because there was a very, a moment that they must have shot for the TV show when he walks oh, away, and she's like, oh, Sebastian, and then she's like, oh, I'll keep on to this for later, she, like, so you're like, oh, her. shit, this is gonna cause conflict, so she's like, gonna show up with a jacket, but no. Danielle's gonna see, like, a hooker wearing Sebastian jacket. No, it never no, comes back. It, it would've, if it was a TV show, it would've been a big plot like this, point. But. See, knowing it's a TV show doesn't so much yeah. stuff make sense You now. can tell which ones were, like, episodes, and where they filled it in with, and what like, scenes were, like, yeah, where they filled it in with titties, and weird sexual innuendo, yeah. and Stuff that's clearly just... So, then, the blonde and her mom, Bunny... 
Okay, there's so clearly new money, but she has an old money name like Bunny. That makes sense. Yeah. And she's like, all she's decked out with plastic surgery. So she's like, like, they're from Florida. Like, I think she makes that leg. She's like, they're from Florida, mother. Um, and they're like in like this awful like pink Chanel suit. Yep. And they're just like talking about money, like very obviously, and like you can see like Catherine and her mother are like uncomfortable about it. And she's like, and the blonde's like, mom said there's something about a social ladder. We gotta start climbing it any day now. That that we have all this money. And like the mom like elbows her really hard, like. Is Sherry stupid? Like, she's obviously stupid. She's, she's obviously slow. Um, and so basically Catherine's mom, like, culture shames them into donating money. Yeah. She's like, she's like oh, what? that's what people in society do. They donate money. She's like, oh, do you want me to donate? She's like, you don't invite people over to ask them for money. And she looks, like, hideously embarrassed. She's like, but if you want to, I guess I could accept. Like, yeah. it's so weird. We just need twenty more million dollars for that library. And then here's what bugs me: Sebastian's dad walks in wearing one pair of handcuffs. Oh, they're See? handcuffed together. He's handcuffed to the bed, and he walks in wearing a pair of handcuffs. Like either you got out of the handcuffs or you didn't. That's true. So wait, wait, you got out of the handcuffs just to put them back on. Put back on. And he's like shirtless. He apparently got all the way back to the apartment. Yeah, shirtless and pantsless. No, he's wearing pants. Full dress pants, sock shoes. Okay. No shirt. What the fuck? Did he call the chauffeur? Did the chauffeur not help him? Did he walk all the way from the boat back to the apartment? It's so dumb. And Cat, okay, here's what I don't fucking get. So Catherine sees Sebastian's dad, yeah. shirtless, handcuffed, run into like the kitchen, like trying to like pick the lock apart with a knife. And she like has handcuff keys on hand. So she pulls out like a key ring full of just like apparently every skeleton key for every pair of handcuffs in New York City. And she's like, oh, we wouldn't want you to make mother unhappy. Why? You yeah. clearly don't want Sebastian or the yeah. family part of your family. You clearly think they're hick gold diggers. I'm so confused. And she said, you're going to take mom to this restaurant. You're going to order her this dinner. You're going to request this song. You're going to get her this wine. You're going to give her this bracelet. She like pulls out a bracelet that she bought her mom. She's like, and you're going to fuck her for three minutes all oral, no anal, you got it. And he's like, okay. She's like, two Viagra. <laughs> two Viagra. No eye contact. <laughs> Something weird. And she's like, got it. And he's like, yeah. She's like, love you, daddy. I'm like, what the fuck? Do you hate this man or do you love him? Yeah. Because you so clearly want Sebastian out of your family, but then you're trying to save their marriage. Yeah, none of it makes sense. And they never explain that. They no. never show that scene. They never explain no. why she said it. No. Just, no. again, fluff. Confusing. Um, okay, and then the next scene is so clearly supposed to be like the opener of episode three, where like Sebastian's standing on his terrace, like having a cup of coffee, and there's like a yeah. little old lady, and he's like, Good morning, ma'am. And she's like, Bite me, rich boy. And he's like, oh, What a city. I'm like, That's He's like, Jesus New York City. What a city. Like, it's so bad. Um, so Sebastian is giving Danielle. A ride to their date, a ride to school. I don't really say. I don't know. But there's a, there's a limo in front of her house, and he's yeah. like, he thought you'd like this better than the train. I think it's a date, actually. I it's think a it's a ride to a date. And then we get, okay, apparently this is the scene that killed it as a sitcom. It's the horseback riding scene. Well, that makes sense, this because when I was a child, that was the sexual awakening, and I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, so Catherine is teaching Sherry how to ride a horse in the middle of Central Park. Okay. Like, on a pathway. Rewatching one and two, so much shit happens in the middle of Central Park. Just there. The makeout scene happens in, in the, the middle, middle of Central Park. Park. That so shit it, would happen in Sheep's Meadow, though. 
That's true. So I think it's hilarious that but they... But they just have a horse in the middle of Central yeah. Park, and she's like, it keeps throwing me off. I'm like, you'd be dead by now. Yeah. And so she's And like, it literally shows her getting thrown off this horse. So she's like, getting thrown sideways very slowly. Um, so then she basically teaches her how to masturbate via horse. Yeah, so she's like, we're gonna have to start with basics. Posting. Posting, yeah. And she's like, up and down, back and forth, faster, faster. Yeah. I think she chants that for a full three minutes. No, she does, to the point where the girl, you know, gets off and passes out. And she's like, now I see my girls like horses so much. Which is a joke that they do in Sugar and Spice. Do you remember that movie? Where no. the cheerleaders oh, yeah, yeah. For their yeah. I and mean, it's totally a thing. If you ever rode a horse yeah. as a girl, you know, you're and like... And the super version one, when she's like, what are you going to do with your share of the money? She's like, I'm going to buy a horse. <laughs> 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 that's like a whole joke of like, that's why like good girls at like Catholic camp love to ride horses. Yeah. Um, so apparently that was the scene that like basically they would like shop the pilot around and they'd be like, oh, okay, show us the next two episodes. And they'd get to that scene and they're like, there's no fucking way we can put this show on. Yeah. It. So that scene is, I mean, the whole show is terrible. But that scene is just, just the worst, creepiest, weirdest. And like all of like Catherine's like staff are standing around. Watching. Her, watching this girl clearly getting off. Yeah. And they all like smirk at each other like, mm, she came in her pants. I'm like, what is happening? Like, old-ass people. Like, not young. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was really creepy. And then, oh, okay. Then this scene, okay, this is the scene where clearly it wasn't a sitcom anymore. It was a movie, and, the, like, the twist with, with Danielle was coming. Yeah. Because they're making out on the bench, and she's like, we need to slow down. Like, yesterday was my first kiss, and now your hand is on my boob. Your dick will be in my mouth by lunch. And he's like, uh, anyone for lunch? <laughs> Which was a tiny bit of fun. Yeah, no, it was. And then she's like, well, part of me wants to, like, wait till I'm married. But, but the other part is down. She's, she's giving him, like, almost the hand job from Wedding Crashers yeah, the no. over the pants. Yeah. She's literally just get, just giving like, it to him. Like, I'm sorry. The shot they were showing, there's no way she wasn't actually giving him a hand job in that scene. Oh, I mean, she was touching she's, him. Yeah. She's, she's, like, it's, it's, like, several close-up long shots of her just rubbing his crotch. And they keep jumping and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like cartooned turned on noises. Like his eyes almost cross. He's like so turned on by this over the pants dry hand job. Nothing better than a dry hand job, I always say. And then she's like, oh my God, I love you. And she like licks his open mouth yeah. and like unzips her sweater vest as sexy as possible. And she has nothing underneath it. No, a white JCPenney bra. <laughs> A white Jay-Z Penny bra. Um, and he's like, and he says that he's like, he's like, I, of course I want to have sex with you, but I also think you're really important to me, and I think I'm falling in love with you. And he turns dead to camera and goes, God, you sound like a canceled television series. I'm like, ooh. Wait, really? Yeah. He turned, he like, she like, she's like going to go down on him. Because I feel like, like he, I thought he said it after school, but you're right. No, he says we sound like a, he turns dead to camera and goes we sound like a canceled television series so like clearly they were like oh the show's too sexual you need to like show that they have a soul we'll just put it on vhs yeah um and she like gets on her knees to blow him in the middle like they're not getting yeah. away no they're not they're like just on a in park. central park and she like gets full on her knees and then her cell phone rings before she can get his dick in his mouth and she's like oh hi daddy and like he immediately like crosses his legs like oh she's talking about her daddy it's funny because you know? she's like oh daddy okay i'll be at church in 20 minutes like you were just about to give this guy a blowjob 
And like Cammy's like, I never even kissed a boy. And she's about to give a guy a blowjob underneath the middle of the park. Whatever. Yeah, what's happening? They must have shot that scene. Like it was the last thing they shot. Everyone was so bitter and so fucking angry. They're like, fuck it. Um, so then Catherine is shopping. And this random guy we've never seen before is like, I have Sebastian's file. It's the one he swapped out from his school. And she's like, oh my god, he's he's a bad person. I knew it. Like, he's clearly, a bad, bad boy. Clearly already knew from, like, speaking with him. Even though, like, they, I mean, it was so weird because they didn't make him a bad guy in this one. Even though no. he is, and he, he... Like, his record is like he's supposed to be this asshole, and then he's a goober. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You love the word goober. I do. <laughs> Every time I say it, you, like, smile so big. Um, so then, Because uh, it's so funny. Danielle and Sebastian are on the phone, and she makes the pussy joke, which is so dumb. She's like, I'm just here with Mr. Whiskers, you know, playing with my pussy. Yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And Catherine, like, comes out of the shadows, <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm going to, like, get our parents to divorce. You clearly just tried to save their marriage. Yeah. What? And she's like, I'm going to get your mom kicked out of rehab. She's going to be on the street. Unless you do something for me. And pulls off her, like, fur coat and is wearing the most hideous lingerie. Just the JCPenney wet dream. Was it a dream. or was it a really tight dress? It was a negligee with, like, a matching piece underneath it. Like, a bra and, like, a, a thong. But, like, the, the lace part over it, I think it was, like, a jumpsuit because it was Tucked between two fingers, tucked between your legs. Is that why it looked like she had, like, kill Moto? <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. And it's such, like, it's cheap-looking laundry. It was not, there was nothing sexy about it. Because, Sorry, Amy. But. Because you do get um, Sarah Michelle Geller in the first one, like, where she's wearing, like, the really, like, buttoned-up blazer, and as soon as the adults walk around the room, she unbuttons it, and she's wearing that, like, fuck you corset underneath, yeah. and you're like, yes! No, this is, like, gross JC Penny laundry. And she never wears the corset, which I was sad, because I feel like the corset was such was a big... T- like, that would have been the time to have it, yeah. like, in the corset. And so, she's like, I hate your dad, but I guess we can have fun. And she starts furiously making out with him, and she's like, you know what they say about incest? And he's like, is there any line you won't cross? She's like, only one. Never in Never the, in the, the butt. butt. <laughs> which, like, ooh, is that supposed to be a call ahead in the first one where, like, the... The ultimate thing is she's like, you can put it anywhere, and it's like... It totally was, He's yeah. been chasing the anal for two years, man. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And so they're making out, they're making out, and then he's like, I can't do this. I love Danielle, who I've known for three days, three months. We can't tell. I think it's like three days, to be honest. Um, and he goes running out of the room, and Catherine picks up the phone, and she's like, Danielle, it's Catherine. <gasps> and it cuts, and she's like, oh, no, she's gonna be like, you made out with your brother, this is so sad. Um, and so Sebastian runs all the way to New Jersey apparently in the rain yeah in his sad leather jacket and he's like Danielle I have to talk to you and she's like he's like I messed up and she's like Sebastian do you believe in our love and he's like of course and she's like cause I sure as shit don't and she opens the closet and Catherine literally and figuratively comes out of the closet and starts making out with Danielle and it's- she's like I knew we fooled him. What an idiot. You're like, what's happening? It's the worst ending to it's any the movie. It's reveal. Literally, literally the reveal, and then you're like, why is she making out with this chick? Why is she like... And she's like, oh, you bought that last version thing? I'm the biggest whore at this school after Catherine. So Catherine's like, yeah. Except Catherine was burning her to her friends in the secret tribunal. Yeah. So... So you guys were like, that in... Yeah, and I really do feel like, since we know now that it was a TV show and a movie, they clearly came up with the concept after the fact, so they were like... Oh, we have to end it Exactly. They were... Because that wouldn't have been the things... No. 
uh, Cecile, or not Cecile, that character wouldn't have been like that. So they literally yeah. were just like... Yeah, was supposed to, yeah. Yeah, so they were literally just like, oh, fuck it, let's okay. wrap this just, bitch up. And like, they do this weird, like, three-way kissing orgy scene where it's like yeah, Sebastian no, they, kisses Danielle Danielle kisses Catherine Catherine kisses Sebastian and they like pass the kiss around three times and then Catherine just pushes them both to their knees looks dead to camera and says share and share alike I'm like what? what? It's so, <laughs> there's so many like dead to camera shots in the last 15 minutes of the yeah movie. that's and then why doesn't it end there? if it ended there it would have been better which is saying something because the next scene um, Sebastian's in the back of the limo and he gets a present from Danielle and he opens it and it's the journal and she's like, now you have something to write about. And they- And you find out she's in the front seat. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, spoilers! <laughs> Sorry. So they run Sherry over on her bike and they're like, oh, we'll give you a ride. And I think he says three words to her and she's writing his dick ten seconds later. Wait, what, oh, Sherry? Oh, he, he has the camera, and he's like... Oh, no, he says the same line from the first movie, where he goes, oh, you... you beautiful legs. I would love to take pictures of you, just too bad you're not sexy. And she goes, what? I'm sexy? And she goes, like, duck face, duck face, grab your boob, grab your boobs, and is on top of him instantly. Yeah. And they're, like, about to fuck in this backseat, apparently, like, immediately. Immediately. Like, she just got off her bike. He touches her downstairs, he, her he no-no. Her hands are both clearly on her boobs. She goes, that's my no-no spot. I'm like... No, your yeah. Boobs? Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> your boobs. And then and he's wearing like the douchey nineties sunglasses yeah. inside the limo. And then it pans to the front seat and Catherine and Danielle are wearing matching outfits with the matching nineties glasses yeah. and the limo drives away. And they're just listening to them fuck. Yep. Smiling. In the creepy scene of the film, which doesn't even need to be in it, it just feels like a beginning of a new movie. They it, wanted the button of like and we can't... I even wrote a very specific note about how the driver of said limo must have been, like, the director's brother or... Because oh, the voice that the driver made, he's like, oh, no. Like, he... And for he's some reason... He's, like, trying to dust Sherry off, but he's only dusting off her boobs. Yeah, her like, it's really strange. And I'm like, he must have been someone's father or someone's yeah, brother because... Or that they were like, fuck, we need someone for the scene. Jerry, can you do the scene? Yeah. I'm the key grip. It's fine. Just it's, do it. it's fine. <laughs> um, Jesus H. Christ. Okay, so favorite quote from the original. From the original? Mm -hmm. Oh, give me a second. Mine is, I'm the Marsha fucking Brady of the Oh, Upper damn, side. I was just going to say that. You can't say and it. And sometimes I feel like killing myself. We can have the same. It's a good line. Yeah, I'm like, that's the best line from the whole I'm gonna moment. I'm going to dub in the full, the full monologue. Eat me, Sebastian. It's alright for guys like you in court to fuck everyone, but when I do it, I get dumped for innocent little twits like Cecile. God forbid I exude confidence and enjoy sex. Do you think I relish the fact that I have to act like Mary Sunshine 24-7 so I can be considered a lady? I'm the Marsha fucking Brady of the Upper East Side, and sometimes I want to kill myself. So there's your psychoanalysis, Dr. Freud. Now tell me, are you in? Or are you out? God damn, yeah. it's so good. It is so good. Best quote from the sequel. Best being used loosely. Hey, you want to look at my doodle? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, fuck. I don't think I wrote it down. I even wrote down so many quotes, like, line for line, thinking that I would be... You're like, this will be it. ...looking at it, and... To be truthfully told, I haven't looked down at my notes, period, because I've just, we just watched it. So, like, yeah. everything is so... I think, I think the, the worst 
quote from the sequel is Listen, let's make a pact. We'll take it slow and we won't hurt each other. God, we sound like a canceled television series. That's like the worst quote from the sequel for me. I'm like, like I know I wrote and any of the quotes from the uh, the porn stars. Ring toss. I'll just drop that whole scene. I mean, without the titties, it's not as good, but still, you'll be able to imagine it's four, you know, nice, you know. Four nice titties. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? And you? I'm Sarah, and this is Gretchen. We had a sleepover at Catherine's, and we're running a little late. Do you mind if we share your shower? Um, what, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, be my guest. <laughs> Thank you. So how do you like Manchester, Sebastian? It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's unbelievably, uh... Unbelievably what? Unbelievably hard. Wow, it certainly is. Rock hard. Down boy. Slippery when wet. As the school motto goes, if you don't snort it, suck it. Ooh, <laughs> careful. Please. See you on campus. Ring toss. Score. Um, okay, so on a scale of one to five, one being like, okay, guilty pleasure, I love to watch it all the time. Five being like, I would rather watch grass grow. Oh, where was this one? Yeah. God, there's so many times that I pause this movie to be like, when is it over? And I feel like that never happens, with no. even with a bad movie. I love watching Mean Girls too. I've like, never seen Mean Girls 2, to be honest. That might be our second episode we did. I was going to say, I didn't even know there was one until recently None when you told me. None of the original cast, except for Principal Duval. Because that's who you miss from the first <laughs> He's like, I haven't worked since SNL, sure. Oh. <laughs> okay, so when I saw Mean Girls for the first time, I didn't realize that half the cast was SNL. Yeah. Um, alumni. And that's when they had met her, where she, when she um, hosted SNL so famously the first time and did, like, the Hermione sketch, you remember? Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. And it's Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, Robert Duvall, um, who's, uh, Katie's mom is from SNL, too. Yeah, uh, Ryan, Kate Rainers. Yeah, Kate Rainers. Uh, no, the one from Brief of Madness, is that, that's not her name, it's, Kate Rainers is another chick, um, but you know who I'm Yeah, you know who we're talking about. But it's like, I did not realize that almost every adult in that movie is yeah. from SNL. I'm like, oh, fuck. I didn't realize it was Amy Poehler until years later. Really? Because she doesn't look like herself. She does look like, you know, she looks like a plastic surgery, like, mom. Like I'm a fun mom. You know me. I'm a fun mom. I'm a cool mom. Okay, um, so uh, we, we've kind of already done this, but just to sum it up, what made the original so good that the sequel is so lacking? I think what made the original so good is that it was, I mean, if you even look it up online, it was a thriller and a drama, yes. where if you look the second one, it's a comedy, it's a comedy. And, and the first one is really sexy and creepy, but not in a creepy way. The first one is, like, sexy in the way that, like, you feel, like, hot, hot and, and bothered. Color. Yeah, so, like, exactly. Like, the way that everyone just touches each other and looks at each other is so, like, seductive, and the second one is just porn. Yeah. It's like boobs and titties and crotch, ha 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 ha. Like at no point in the in the second one did I feel turned on. Like, but including when Catherine is in full lingerie on top of oh, the yeah. action, you're like, is this over yet? Because it's not cute. But I do have to say, I rewatched the first one last night, and I always, for some reason, like 
empathize with the Sebastian character. You're like, it's fine. Like, in the end, you feel bad for him. No, fuck that. I don't feel bad for him. When he was falling in love, I just said that with quotation marks, he was banging Cecile. He was banging Cecile. He was banging other chicks. He's writing about it. You were a bet. So he maybe fell in love. Like, no, he never fell in love with you. He literally falls in love with her 30 seconds before he bangs her. And... Like from then on in the movie, yeah. I think he's actually and he had sex with Selma Blair like less than a day before, like yeah, popped her cherry. So it's just like, oh, you're just and going if, around. If he hadn't died the next day, he would have flipped back to being an asshole. Yeah, like he had to die to keep his sainthood. Yeah, and I think that's what pisses Catherine off. Is like, no, he was an asshole, but now we're gonna memorialize him as a saint because he's dead. Yeah, and I'm on cocaine. Yeah. Why wasn't Amy Adams on coke? Because it was supposed to be for TV. But when they were doing in the dub, they threw in that weird line about bulimia. And they threw in that weird like she, line. You know what like, we say, if you can't snort it, suck it. Yeah, like they could have had the whole line where like instead of... The, oh, that's the best line from the second movie. If you can't snort it, suck if it. If you can't snort it, suck it. Um, but like they could have been like, instead of the bulimia throwaway line, which is never addressed, like Sebastian could be like, oh, go snort your problems, like, yeah. Catherine. Like that would have been funnier. But it's, it's like, true. like everyone who's like smart and funny and seductive in the first one is is a complete idiot. Yeah, everyone's so dumb. And like the thing that I really liked about the first one is that you think like, oh my god, these kids are so fucked, and then you see the adults in the movie, and you're like, no, they're a product of their parents. Like, yeah, Jesus. And on the show, all the adults are idiots. Yeah, they're sitcom parents. Definitely. I mean, all the adults are sitcom to the staff of racist stereotypes to the teachers banging the students. All I can imagine is what five years later when they were trying to pitch Gossip Girl, they're like, no, 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 we tried to do this. It was called Cruel Intentions too. That's Did a, you see it how bad felt it was? Like, yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like. It felt like Gossip Girl's unaired pilot that felt like, oh, never let this see the light of day. We're recasting everyone. Like, So I probably, did I ever number it? I probably give it like a two. A two? So like, if it's on Netflix, you'll watch it. I give it a three. So, drinking game. Yeah, definitely. Okay, like, you, you play drinking game. We need to make a drinking game. Every I would time. never watch it again unless I had to. Okay, okay, then it's a five. It's a five. <laughs> yeah. It's a watch page. Like, okay, if you want to make it a drinking game, drink every time they play a dumb sound effect. Drink every time they play 80s music. Drink every time someone has a racist accent. No, just drink anytime anything racist happens, period. Mm-hmm. To, like, the music, to the gongs in the background. And drink when you can clearly tell it's an R-rated scene that was dropped in after the pilot got bumped. Yeah. Okay, uh, this has been Stupid Sequels, episode three. Um, you know where to find me. Alex, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram at queen of the thrift i do a lot of thrifting and you know post about it i do reselling i love to find treasures i'm a low-key pirate i went thrifting with her once and found dior yeah in a pile at a garage sale yeah she's magic go to her fucking instagram and look at all the shit she can get it's amazing and i'm gonna start a snapchat probably but not yet so all right See you around. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Stupid Sequels podcast. Please subscribe and review so everyone can find us on iTunes. 
You can find us on Twitter at StupidSequels2 or email us at StupidSequelsPodcast at gmail.com. Every episode is made possible by our sound engineer, Francis Dicod. Our logo was designed by Nicole Wiseman at Wyshot. And you can find me online at Callie Blair on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. And remember, even though these movies are stupid, deep down, we really love them. <laughs> <laughs>